We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Pod Maverick. I'm Kirk Henderson, joined by Josh Bow. As always, we are editors and writers over at MavsMoneyBall.com. We are late tonight, and it's the first time in a long time that it is my fault. So I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Uh, I, I we always guess when we schedule one of these live, and uh, my son was uh, annoying at bedtime and took a little longer to finish what we were reading. So, Josh, how are you? Oh, hey, I'm doing all right. Um, I know how you feel with the bedtime. I, we, <laughs> we talk in Slack about bedtime. That's just a fun it's a fun phase for any uh, little one. So I don't know. I'm, I, we're here. We, we, we got to talk about some stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah. um, I don't know. What do you want to talk about first? So, I mean, this is there's not much to really talk <laughs> about. I know, I'm putting it all on you. Yeah, we're, but but so so news like Mark Stein broke the news that uh, Luca was basically re-upping with Brand Jordan. Um, I guess that makes it makes sense. You know, I've he's he's into he's he's got two distinct shoes at this point. He's had a couple of uh, specific like you know a couple of Jordan colorways that were like the Luka Doncic one. I own this one gaudy uh, pair that he wore during the um, rookie. Uh, sophomore game uh, I, I want to say it was from his rookie year but you know overall the, the Lucas shoes have been um, pretty fascinating in the sense of you see them a lot of places they're very popular with kids I mean I granted I live in the Dallas area so maybe we're um, we're, we're probably a little bit um, biased in that regard but right. you know, they're, they're they've got a pretty good entry point for shoes like $110 I think was what the Luca ones were which is you know, kind of on the 
kind of on the low end because like LeBron's get up to like $200. Paul George shoes were probably about the same price as Luca's. But, you know, like the player specific ones are always really interesting just because uh, you kind of use them as a bellwether for how popular the athlete might be. That's why like the Paul Georges were odd, but they're kind of a shockingly popular shoe. Um, the Kyrie's were, were in, in my experience up until he moved on to, to really Nike moved on from him. But his Nikes were among the most popular shoes outside of Kobe's. Um, and so to see Luca's, there was all sorts of like colleges that had a lot of additions where they would get specific colorways. Um, and then there's that, that great Twitter account, Luca Don, Don Kicks, that has a lot of cool stuff about the shoes. And, you know, I, I don't really necessarily know what it means other than the fact that I think that Luca quite understandably has a, has a, rev, has a reverence for Jordan. Uh, specifically, and w- you know, it's a little thing, but when we've seen a couple of really incredible Luca Jordan interactions, now granted, Michael Jordan seemed to be having the time of his life at the 75th anniversary All Star game, but he sh- shared like that long hug with Luca, and I don't know, I just think it's kind of a cool, cool relationship. Um, and and it's one that's going to continue on, you know, in the form of, of this shoe deal. I, I need to see more of the Luca twos. Um, from what I've seen from people who have them, they are uh, really nice. Like Dalton Trigg is, you know, big guy like us, and he he likes like the wide, like they're a wide shoe, but they're not quite <laughs> as heavy as like a LeBron. So, you know, it's 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 nice. I I, I like the brand affiliation. Um, I don't know, like I'm just of the age where Nike really started to break through in like a pop culturey way when I was in middle and high school. And I'll never, even though I've owned some different stuff, like I'll always be kind of a Nike guy. And obviously, like that's I think me Nike, too. Yeah, like Nike owns brand Jordan. I'm pretty sure. Yep, they do. There's a, and so it's like it's kind of a like an independent subsidiary. Some of the stuff brand Jordan does, I'm like, ugh, it's ugly. But yeah. I've liked what they've done so far, and that's yeah. just you know that's that's enough for me. Yeah, I wonder if this is. Um, I'm curious, like resigning with Jordan because he's pretty much their, he's their guy. Um, uh, so it's i want to say I mean, there's tatum, zion is tatum a jordan guy or a nike guy let me google oh, that i can't remember uh either way he's i'm pretty sure he's like other he's, jordans so yeah, he, so team jordan has been getting kind of getting a lot like because the 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 john morants are nikes but so you got zion you have like that's a pretty good pretty good three yeah. three-headed beast like there in terms of popularity yeah and uh i wonder if like like I don't notice. Like, have you know? I don't notice guys signing with Nike lately. Um, I wonder how much of that is like because, like, Nike is LeBron. Well, it, <laughs> There's no like. Why would you sign with Nike? Because it's it's all well, Nike doesn't promote their athletes. If yeah. we're being quite candid, like when 10, 12 years ago, Nike. Like, do you remember? I mean, Dirk yeah. was a Nike athlete, and you wouldn't have yeah. known it. <laughs> they used to do incredible ad campaigns around their mm-hmm. their athletes, and now Nike just doesn't really advertise athletes. And that may be because they have such market dominance that they don't care. I'm probably like I'm realistically not yeah, the guy to speak Me on either. this. <laughs> but I like the stuff. Like I started to get really into shoes after going to summer league. Um, but you know, it's it's fun to consider. I think it's good for Luca. You know more. More money in his pocket, more, you know, if, if he's with a company that he's happy with, then then yeah. good for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, someone in the chat saying Dirk was Nike. And yes, it was one of his two sponsorships, Nike uh, and a 
bank from Germany. And that was My great white whale, Brian, and it was Brian Roby in the chat who did this, was there was a Dirk edition of Hyperdunks. Oh, yeah. That were so... And I don't know if they were cool because they were cool or if they were cool because I wanted Dirk shoes. But I can't even remember what they look like, but I remember them. And it was just... They're like a holy grail item because I don't think they were actually made for mass consumption. It's like all the different... um do you call them player editions? Like the PEs? At yeah, like right? a player color, colorway. Kind yeah, of like my friend Tyler does a lot. Like he knows a lot more about this stuff. And then there were, you know, there's like like some of these guys really, uh, you know, that, that cover the team know a lot more about this than me. I just like it from like a consumer perspective. I'm not really in on the shoe game in that, in that respect. Oh, yeah. Marcio says in the chat there was a Dirk Air Force One. I remember that too. But I'm also partial to, to Air Force Ones, like just generally. I, I love, love those shoes. So I don't know. Um, that was kind of like one of the two main bits of news. And then the other one happened a little earlier today. Uh, where the McGee wave waving, you know, like Sham Sharani has said it's basically imminent, um, which then news broke immediately after that the Sacramento Kings would be interested in picking him up, which just tickled me to pieces. Like it, it's a, it, it's official, official too, by the way. The Mavs sent out the press release. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, I yeah, missed yeah. that earlier. It's not just a, a report. It's it's happened. He has been okay. waived. Well, and and I was going some was meandering. So Another reporter that I speak with regularly, like national reporter, basically told me that that McGee was out of the league until the Warriors sort of swooped him up mm-hmm. as a vibes guy. And now he's just gotten more contracts. And he's a brilliant guy. Like, honestly, like JaVale McGee is a really smart guy. Uh, he, 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 if you've all his YouTube stuff, he's just, he's an interesting guy. Um, I can see why maybe the players liked him after having watched some of that stuff um, over this last week, just because it's summer and I'm a true sicko. Um, I don't know. I sort of, and this is just pure speculation from game game stuff, but I have to wonder if Luca didn't really care for JaVale. There were a <laughs> lot of incidents over the course of the year where he was just like, the look on his face was, Luca's not like that. You know, it's, he was right. always tied, like he'd get mad, but not at people. It was more at, like it things. And there was like three to five situations I distinctly recall where it was like, oh no, oh, this is ugly, you know? And I I didn't even think like the JaVale and he played that badly together, just kind of like, like instantly. Oh no, they did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that starting lineup with Luca, it was bad. It was pretty bad. Um, and what's well, funny yeah. is the only other time I can remember Luca getting mad at another teammate like that was DeAndre Jordan, which mm-hmm. is like the same archetype, like big man that can't shoot, that's supposed to be like your defensive rim runner guy not doing you know not doing the job that was mm-hmm. probably you know kind of what it came down to and like you know he had those weird it's you know like he catches the ball and flips how many big men head. have we watched that love doing that it's like big men who want somebody made the point in the last show that i had on friday that it's like dwight powell the reason he keeps getting chances is dwight powell doesn't do the stuff he's not supposed to do whereas right. like deandre jordan javel mcgee all these big guys that are like, hey, I'm good at basketball. And it's like, well, of course you're good at basketball. You're in the NBA, but you're not Luka Doncic good at basketball. <laughs> right. It's like, uh, have you seen the, I mean, it's, you can find this for like every guy, but have you seen like clips of Kevon Looney in high school? Uh, yes. He's, he looks like Kevin Durant. Like he's on the perimeter. He's hitting threes and like driving. And it's like, I mean, even all these guys clip, are there was, that there good. There's like a, an open run gym this week of JaVale McGee, just drilling threes. And like, yeah. a, it's like, of course it's, these guys are like the most skilled players alive. Yeah. But it's, when you get to the highest level, you got to find a role, you know? Yeah. 
So. Well, so I think maybe we circle back. We'll see how much how much life. Like I was briefly sort of considering the alt. You know, I made a statement. I really like, I want to circle back to this because I'm actually yeah. thinking about. We had a YouTube commenter. Person's probably not living again, but or not listening again. But we had a great comment <laughs> that was essentially like, "You guys really seem to know what you're talking about, but you're far too cynical for me." Good luck. One, I really appreciate that kind of candid comment because it's like, I understand this. Like, you only have X amount of time to listen and watch stuff. So, why would you not? And so, it's like, that's in my head, and that I don't want to be negative for the sake of negativity. Like, that's not any fun. But so, I, I if we'll see how long we get into this, but I had an idea of something you and I want to talk about, but maybe we'll circle back to it in the end. I did kind of, there were a couple more things that popped up that I just did. I've been looking around like while we've been talking. Um, Paul George, who is, in my opinion, Jason Gallagher, hope you're not listening to this. I think Paul George is probably the best player podcaster at the moment. Um, he he does like he seems to like ask really blunt questions and say, and he's he's an active player, and frankly, he's a higher level of star than than uh, JJ Redick was. Um, but I, I just like and granted, that's like the top two. There a lot of these players are actually you know it shouldn't be a surprise they're charismatic guys, but. Paul George had some interesting things to say about Luca. One of which was uh, that, <laughs> one of which that he's like talking about how just how nasty of a trash talker Luka Doncic is. Um, like, wouldn't repeat some of the things that Luca said during trash talk, which incredible, love that. And then the second thing that that he said is he says, "Shit, Luca, Luca's the goat. Luca's not not next up. Luca is now. Like, Luca is for real now." And I really, I find that interesting because Luca has destroyed Paul George. Like if there's a superstar <laughs> defender, and so I just, I, I think it's kind of like, I think it's like really cool, A, that it's just like, he, you know, he didn't have to say anything like that. And, and just to be kind of that candid about it, because, you know, it's like somebody beats my ass. I'm not really sure I'm going to be like, hey, that guy, really good at ass beating. But <laughs> It's I just that level of like like openness from a guy. Somebody said in a group chat that I'm in. It's like, is he doing the Grant Williams thing where he's just like, (laughs) hey, I'd like to play in Dallas, which, which uh, I thought was great. Yeah, Brian in the chat says he's a really good conversationalist who doesn't let his ego get in the way of good conversation, and that that's a fantastic summary, Brian. Thank you for that. Um, I wonder if you talked about like you know, you don't know if someone whooped you and, and you'd be willing to give them praise afterwards. It probably helps though that the Clippers still won each of those oh, playoff yeah. series that they played. True. If the Mavericks had beaten them in one of those, I don't know. You know, maybe his tune is a little different. Sure. Um, but yeah, you got a front row. Like, I mean, him and Kawhi Leonard. It was like, oh, those are like two of the best wing defenders in the league, and he he went through them like Swiss cheese. Like it was yeah. just that's kind of something with Luca is usually like, you know, guys aren't watching Real Madrid <laughs> like. It's one of those things where they don't know until they till they till they know. Uh, like you know, Draymond was a similar way where I think he didn't. You know, he had a lot of praise for him after he played him. Um, yeah, I think these guys. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, who's this kid from what Slovenia? Like they don't mm-hmm. know where Slovenia. Is. Like I mean, they don't know where Slovenia is. They don't. You know, they just know he's some kid from Europe. Like, uh, and then you don't know until he, he plays, and it's like, okay, is he flash in the pan? And now it's like, okay, this is this is real. This is happening. So uh, it's just kind of different for a guy coming overseas compared to like guys coming up in America, AAU. Like it's just there's just a different paths of getting that kind of 
recognition or, or level of respect from, from your peers. Yeah. yeah. It's just different. Um, all right. So before we move on to kind of the second half of the show, we'll talk a little bit of world cup. Uh, I wanted to, uh, first, you know, ask folks who haven't to go ahead and like the stream. If you can down at the bottom, um, we're inching closer to regular season and I sort of can't wait. I'm like at once terrified, but also can't wait to get back on our grind because I am more productive in my regular life when I am, when I know I have to do this stuff. And it, it just, it, I end up being more exhausted, but I'm really looking forward to the regular season in a way that I'm, I'm looking forward to writing and seeing what, what the people of Mavs Moneyball come up with. But if you guys, you know, like this show, we record after every game we record. And then I, you know, sometimes Josh joins, I record kind of a, a, a interview show, bring people up on, on here, just like Josh, cause the software is really easy to use. You can do it from your phone or a computer um, and just talk ball. And, you know, we're not the most um, polished people. Uh, we, we're we still, you know, Josh is, is an outstanding analyst. I'm still much more of a, of a fan than him. And so I, I think we really have fun overreacting to the game-to-game -game stuff. I mean, I've gotten a kick out of um, kind of the, the rise and fall of the Texas Rangers where it's like, you're if you're watching this stuff, like game-to-game, -game, living game-to-game -game is fun. It just is like it's emotionally exhausting, but if you're going to invest, you might as well have a good time. And we want you guys to consider subscribing to the show and hanging out with us as 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 often as possible, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, it's different for us because we have to talk about it and consume it and, and you know do analysis and stuff like that. But if you're a fan, like that's this is the fun part is watching games and your team loses, you get mad. If they win, you get happy. That's that's the process. That's right. And we're here for you. Okay, so now I'm going to leave, uh, and then one more thing, and then I'm going to insert some ads on our podcast, uh, like the one where you're listening to the audio show. Um, if you are listening on the audio show, if you could do us a favor and actually not fast forward through the ads. <laughs> we get paid through ad impressions, and it's it's a little thing, but you know, 15, 20, 30 seconds more out of your podcast day, if you could just listen to those, we would very, very much appreciate it. Uh, we'll probably be doing some more live reads in the future. And if any of our listeners at all out there are interested in like um, sponsoring our YouTube show here, we can do that. We are open for that. Um, you know, we, we can do lots of different things. You know, tell if you know anybody that's interested in that sort of advertising, just let us know here. All right. So I'm going to insert po uh, our podcast ads here, and then we'll be right back after a short break. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
And thank you for dealing with that, uh, YouTube listeners. But, you know, this is just the way these sorts of things go. So we're going to talk about the World Cup, which there's a lot of stuff we can talk about. So so Christopher Gardner in the chat says, can you talk about Shay? And <laughs> yes, I can talk about Shay. So, Josh, have you seen what this guy has done in the World Cup? I'm going to be honest with everyone. Um, I have not watched a single minute of World Cup basketball. So it's on ESPN um, Plus. And yeah, I, 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 and I don't got... have it. And it's one of those things where I cannot justify. Well, it, it'd be one of those things where I, I can maybe make the justification if I didn't also have to wake I'm up at like 4 a.m. Gonna, well, <laughs> well, I'm not going to be up. Games, it doesn't matter. Don't worry. Some of these not, games are on at seven thirty to like seven thirty to ten. I'm not going to want. I'm. You're still I got, not coherent. Yeah, because I've got uh, you know, that's dropping kids off at daycare, and like by the time I'm, se- I'm usually not like settled, like until maybe like nine or nine thirty, sure. and maybe there's some games going on. Well, still, and the games will continue stuff. on, and they'll continue yeah. to get tired. So we're still in world <laughs> play. So, but I've watched some highlights, and I've seen that Shay is kind of. Shay did. He's that dude. Shay didn't score any points in the first half of one of their games and scored 31 in 20 minutes because these these 10 minute quarters are what they are. He is it's it's interesting. Um, Of course, he would say this, but Theo Penson said as recently as like today on his podcast, that Luca has been unquestionably the best player in the World Cup. It it is a question. Shay is 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 doing outrageous stuff. Now, I clearly still think Luca is better, but this. This Canadian team is detonating on teams. Like they're just running through. And, you know, Dwight Powell's a part yeah, of that. Yeah, Dwight Powell's starting for a team that's playing well. That's and what do you amazing. know, guys? He's setting good screens and making things happen for his team. He still does. This is my favorite part. For people who are less familiar with Dwight Powell on Twitter, they're like, what is that guy doing at least once a game? And I'm just like, welcome. Welcome to the Maverick <laughs> Dallas Maverick experience because that like for every good Dwight play or every 10 good Dwight plays, you get one just like boneheadingly or like like just head shakingly awful boneheaded play. And and they're they're just in, in, incredibly weird. Yeah. Christopher in the chat says, imagine if they had Jamal Murray and Andrew Wiggins. And I'll tell you what, those two are probably mad. They're not there right now. Um, yeah, they it's, look great. It's, it's really something. It's really something. There was like this. Now, I don't want to have this discussion because I don't want to piss off international viewers, but there was like this brief discussion during the week about like this, this American track star who, oh, no. he was kind of like, he meandered into oh. the discussion. No, no, we're not going to talk about it. I know. Okay, he, okay. He meandered into the discussion somehow where he's like, you know, this guy's like a gold medal winner and he just kind of starts talking about like, pains me that the nba can calls themselves world champions blah 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 blah. and i've just kind of been thinking about it in the context of these international competitions and what i see is like there's something like 60 guys in the fiba uh world cup right now that play nba basketball or have played nba basketball i mean it's it's amazing watching some of these international teams the canadian team is is probably right behind the united states and if i'm being honest i think they might beat the united states in a head-to-head matchup just because I think Shea is that much more of a guy than Anthony Edwards. And I think Steve Kerr gets too cute by half in the United States stuff. Um, but yeah, that was an easy segue, easy segue to talk about Dwight Powell just for a little bit and that he's playing meaningful basketball uh, in, in the World Cup. And so that does give me a minute to talk about the the second. I've only seen, I, I missed the opening match, uh, uh, the opening group play match with the, the, the Slovenians, but I did catch the second game against 
uh, Georgia. And in an odd set of circumstances, friend of the program and podcast guest here and also co-host uh, of the 77 Minutes in Heaven, the worst named Dallas Mavericks podcast on the market over there at The Athletic, um, Dave Dufour is one of their coaches. <laughs> so it's like, I knew this because I learned about it at Summer League, but it's still wild to see his big bald head sitting on the bench. And the Georgian team was enormous. It was, The size disparity was like, I, I just, I don't really remember a matchup quite like that that wasn't, you know, some because it's two very very good teams um and that was just something kind of something else to see luca might have played and this this feels like i'm kind of prisoner of the moment stuff but it was one of the best offense defense games i've ever seen from him ever seen from him like he played fantastic defense and it wasn't just because he got three steals he was he was moving he was doing like he tried to take a charge at one point which was hilarious um, but the, the Slovenian team, they have some size issues, which can lead to rebounding issues and they just executed their game plan better. And then Luka Doncic was the guy. It yeah. was incredible. <laughs> I had a great time watching it. It's kind of funny how this Slovenian team feels like the pre Kyrie trade Mavericks mm-hmm. <laughs> and just yeah. that like lack of size, lack of, you know, reliable co-stars so to speak especially but they got that. they got guys willing and who want to take the big shots they i'm not going to try to say some of their names because i'm going to butcher it but they have at least two dudes that definitely think they're making every shot they take and Gor- uh, is it goran's brother Zoran? no no it's no. a guy the guy's name that starts with a p is one of them he has and then the, and then there's uh, his blonde tips which is my wife is just cackling at at 7 30 in the morning okay because it's like a 35 like 30 something man with blonde hair that's clearly died but it was i just like i love the the when, when they get going when slovenia and this is all these teams but when when slovenia gets going um they play with this just sort of like visceral swagger um yeah pre- this guy p-r-e-p-e-l-i-c and i don't want to mess up the name because the announcers on the fiba broadcast were so bad and it was it was just painful to watch i really thought luca was going to start an international incident just by sort of like destroying um goga uh he was the big pacers center for a while big thick beard just i i just i love it they play again tomorrow morning we're recording uh, tonight they play again tomorrow morning at seven thirty or six thirty Central Time. So if I'm up with the dogs, I'm probably just going to turn it on. I, I I love it, man. I'm having a great time. No, it's fine. I wish I, I mean if it was a different time time zone, I you know if it the morning is tough. Like I would almost rather be like if it started at like ten p.m. or eleven p.m. Like you that's do what, it. I'm, I'm a night. I'm more of a night owl, yeah. so it's easier for me. I'm more of a, um, I never get, I never get to fucking sleep. So I'm just going to awake no. and, and be awake and watch stuff. But then there's, we, the, we probably should have done this next, but um, there, then there's team Australia and <laughs> they got something, man. They, they, they do. They're, they're, they're going to be, they're going to be worth watching. I'm, I, I are going to be worth, you know, uh, uh, so, you know, we have Josh green who kind of, I'll just say that like the Josh Green, he's having he's having a very Josh Green World Cup. <laughs> Where he's invisible for one game and then incredible the next game. Yeah, yeah you um, know, he had a breakout performance fun. against yeah. Japan with 15 points, three rebounds and four steals in like 21 minutes. He shot two of four from deep and actually made free throws. 
So yeah, it's and I, you know, coming he had that elbow injury, so that the I think the Australian coach said after this game, I saw someone tweet it mm-hmm. that like the you know the game before this one, I can't remember who they played. Um, he came off the bench and didn't really do all that much, and then the coach after this game was like. That was purely like bringing him back from injury. Like yep. they were ramping him up and he was like, we are committed to him being in the starting lineup and like being involved. So like he kind of went out of his way to, to, well, I don't know if he went out of his way. I'm sure someone asked him a question about Josh Green, but he was very effusive with his praise and and commitment to him being a big part of their world cup. So uh, that's important. That's cool for me. Like, honestly, like the numbers are the numbers. Yep. I just want to see him pl- like I just want to see him get like 20 minutes a game or more in these World Cup games because mm-hmm. I just want to see him play more. Like it's just that's kind of been his thing for these first three years is just just got to keep ramping up, ramping up, ramping up, and get consistent playing time. And yep. hopefully the rest follows. It, it was just a little disappointing to see like you know playing like 13 minutes, 14 minutes. It's like what's going on here? And I, and I guess you know the injury is part of that. So see well, then there's the barrier was was cool. So I have a, a embarrassing admission Dante Exum's name I just lose it and I can't remember his name I remember where he was drafted I remember where he played but I'm like who's the other guy that we have oh it's Dante oh. Exum <laughs> so I'm on the Dallas Ma- I'm on the Dallas Mavericks roster page because I was just like briefly having an old person moment <laughs> ESPN has Josh Green listed at six foot seven like <laughs> on what plant like and then it says Dante Exum is six five like Exum is bigger than Josh what are we doing <laughs> anyway, Exum has has been woo, bub. I am uh, cautiously optimistic about him. I'm not like like superstar minutes or anything, but like opportunity to regularly contribute minutes, excitement. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, he didn't really have a great game against Japan. Do you? What what was it? You know, it was the previous game where he was basically game, yeah. he, he he scored like. He scored or assisted on a bunch of stuff in a row where it just really looked like he had control of the game. Yeah. Um, Seems like they trust they trust him. Yes. Uh to be on the floor for big moments, which is pretty mm-hmm. and that sort of cool. thing is fascinating to me because that's where, you know, who do you trust in a big moment with the Dallas Mavericks moving forward? And at the moment, I think a lot of guys are gonna have to prove themselves. Yeah. And especially with, you know, the fact that he's still able to get um again, these are what, 40 minute games. So you know, readjust your minutes expectations. But the fact that he's still able to get, you know, 16, he's averaging 18 minutes a game through three games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Australia has Josh Giddy, Great players. Patty Mills. Yeah. Uh, great Joe team. Ingles. Like they, they got a lot of guys that can kind of do things that he does in terms of being like a ball handling point guard defensive, you know, guy like, mm-hmm. you know, they've got guards. Uh, they've got guys that play his position that are starting ahead of him. And the fact that he still finds his way into getting minutes, I think, and, and they're winning those minutes that he's playing. Like, I, I think that says a lot about his floor game and kind of how much faith and trust they have in him. So we got two comments that I think that are interesting in the chat. One from, I don't want to butcher my man's name, Marcio. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, worry about him staying healthy. I think that's completely fair, given, given his history. An ACL tear really took it out of him. But yep. we're not relying. The Mavericks aren't going to rely on Exum. Everything from Exum at this point is a nice bonus. So that's right. that's something that we're into. And then um, Mahalo uh, uh, says, uh, and I'm again, I'm hoping I'm saying that name right. He says the, he was big during the finals with uh, Partisan KK. And that 
uh, just being able to play in some of these these crazy European finals stuff where the the it's the the crowds are just so much better than the, than the American ones. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm I'm really really looking forward to that. So it's just if he gets any opportunity to play, I think Jason Kidd will like him. Um, it's it's nice. And so here's the next fun part. I don't know if this is still the case because the way this group seedings play, when they go into the next round, there is an opportunity that Luca plays Australia. Hmm. which I, I would, I like, I, I might make you wake up for that one just because <laughs> get to see Luca on live television, do like the, I am the captain now like thing to Josh green on television. <laughs> like I just, now here's the sneaky thing that I'm going to be petty and correct on, you know, who's been bad at the world cup. <laughs> yeah. Now it's a different form of basketball, but I just, it's, it's like everything else where I've, I've been on this kick lately where it's like, if you don't watch a guy and you don't know much about a guy, you don't got to say whether you think the guy's good or not. I honestly hadn't watched a ton of thigh bowl, but every single Sixer fan who I like and actually think is not crazy. Cause there are a lot of Sixer Sixers fans um, said that this guy was like actively meh and that, his gambling allowed like he was protected by Embiid, basically. And then he's, yeah. he's, you know, and so that'll happen, but you know, neither here nor there, the Mavericks move past him. I mean, it probably would have been nice to have the additional wing depth to have thigh bowl, but you know, like Kate, but it also <laughs> means they would have played him. Right. So it, it's Those like, minutes have to come from somewhere, you know? Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, yeah. it's tough. It's I, I'm not, I'm just, I'm glad they didn't sign him is where I'm yep. going to land. Yep. Me too. I mean, just like I said, more for the love of God, like they just, they got to, they're, they're going to probably extend him soon. Like you have to shit or get off the pot with Josh Green in terms of him being like your starter, like that you want to commit to going forward, yep. you know, either That's that true. or you have to trade him. And the idea that like Thibel would like siphon off like five minutes a game from him, from like Green's yep. uh, chances, like that was just like, I didn't, I didn't like the idea of that. So so I wanted to give a quick shout out. Uh, if you're on Twitter, there is uh, my friend. I met him at uh, Summer League at the Mavs blog on Twitter. I love that he, he's at the Mavs blog, but he doesn't actually have a blog. That's just, it's, he has a YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is uh, the same thing at the Mavs blog. He, he has more subscribers than we do. So, you know, me shouting him out does one thing. But he's been doing a lot of um, FIBA coverage, which um, I I, I I'm grateful for it, but I also hope he doesn't get shut down because FIBA is extremely litigious. Uh, but if you want to give him a follow and watch, he's doing a lot of the like clipping of stuff that's happening in these games. And uh, if you're missing them, that's that's where you can see some of the highlights. So, yeah, that's been helpful. I've definitely seen him retweeted into my timeline a couple of times. And as someone, like I said, as someone that's it's difficult for me to get to these games at, at the hour that they're played at, uh, any highlights, clips, breakdowns, always appreciated. Yep. Yep. Um, well, so we're at about a half hour. Oh, this is a good comment. So I'm going to share it just because I think it's worth a, a brief discussion. Vroom in the chat says, oh, I'm sorry. Mavs need to seal the deal with uh, go get Jarrett Allen. Um, in an ideal world, yeah. I just don't think the Mavericks want to expend what it would take to get him. Yeah, you know? I don't think so either. I mean, it, it might happen during the season where they look at the roster and they're like, all right, we, we really do need a real center. But um it's really it's it's some something else oh this is another good one someone in the chat says can we talk about france 
France <laughs> has uh, poor France. If they were not hosting the Olympics next year, they might not get to go <laughs> because they have lost. They lost their opening two They're games. The they, got des- they got destroyed by Canada and then uh, Latvia um, with with Kristaps Porzingis there and rooting on his countrymen, which so fucking cool. Like I, I, I have such, I've criticized KP so much over the years, but like him being there when he didn't have to be, I think it speaks, speaks a lot to what is important to him. Uh, and so watching him with his like, like begrizzled beard I, there, I saw this one clip of like the camera was on him as they were, uh, and then the, it was like on top was the game. And you just like watching his face, the emotions when the, the France were, wasn't able to seal, uh, you know, to, to come back and win was really something else. Um, had a great time. Just, just good for them. Uh, good, good for, for Latvia and LOL France. Uh, I say that simply because next year at the Olympics, the French could have Rudy sitting on the bench with, uh, our guy down in, uh, San Antonio, Victor Wembanyama, and also naturalized, uh, dual citizen, uh, Joel Embiid. Um, which beating... laugh at him all you can is basically what you're trying yes. to say. Right. Because I mean, if I'm, if I'm those guys, I play like Embiid at small forward and <laughs> just like throw all three of them. But like Rudy was just, there are just games where it's just like, I'm really glad the Mavericks never went all in on Rudy because when he's bad, he's awful. He's just awful. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, he's, you know, it's his archetype of player has kind of a ceiling, you know? And then like, mm-hmm. if it's not working, like he doesn't have a, like, he is who he is, you know what he I mean? He had one shot in the game, I think. One yeah. shot. And it's just like, you can't be that big and that useless on one end of the floor. You just can't. Again, this is why, like, I don't like spending money on, like, I don't, don't spend money on centers unless they're like that Embiid yoke, like, unless they can do stuff, you know? Like, you can, this is why Dwight Powell is around and still keeps getting contracts because yeah. it's like, I guess I'd rather pay, you know, people are like, I'd rather have Powell at 10 million than, you know, I mean, Gobert might be the worst contract in the NBA right now. Uh, maybe Car- him or him or his teammate Carl Anthony Towns. I don't know. That's right. I'm not sure That's which right. one. So, all right. So we're gonna get uh, get off for for the night. I'll probably be back Friday. Uh, we have kind of a lively show. It was like an hour and fifteen minute show with all sorts of people coming up to come hang out. Um, and I had a great time. So we'll we'll probably try to do that again because uh, my I'm, I'm taking a half day Friday. And uh, so, you know, please be willing to join us in there. Bring your questions, bring your comments. Like if you just have a take you want to get off, I am happy to just step back and let you cook. Um, this is a fun opportunity to to hang out and talk a little ball during the dead zone of the NBA. Josh, do you have any fantasy football ahead of you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm basically only in one league now and we draft uh, this weekend. It's the league I've been in since like 2000 and I don't know, since junior high, really. That's outstanding. Um, so- yeah, so not everyone is – It's there's only like I think like four or five, maybe six of us that have been there since the beginning. But, um, yeah, it's pretty important. You know, I will say this. I've never won a fantasy football championship, and I won not last season but the season before. And I have to admit, like it, like fantasy football used to like stre- actively stress me out. Like I really cared about it. And now that I've won, I'm like – I'm like Dirk uh, the year after he won the title, like that 2012 year after the lockout. Like I'm just cruising. It's cool. Like uh, no, no worries. Like I finally reached the mountaintop. I'm okay. I like it. 
I'm ridic- <laughs> I'm I'm ridiculously addicted, and I don't have no. the time. Like my it wife is, is so mad at me because I had drafts this week, and like we're starting a kitchen renovation, and so <laughs> it's like there's all this other stuff going on, and I'm like my my dog just started like wanting to play, throwing herself at my computer when I was trying to draft, and I like mistakenly picked Jonathan Taylor in the end of the fourth round because oh, no. going nuts, and I just didn't have time, and I got she's like it's just stupid fantasy football. I'm like yeah, but. You've seen how I get about basketball in which I'm not playing in. So it's like, why does this not surprise? Anyways, um, I think that's about it. So we'll uh, we'll get on out of here and let people get back to their evenings. Cool. Sounds good. All right, guys. Kirk Anderson, Josh Bow, please like, subscribe, send us emails. We do have uh, we do have the great pod maverick podcast at gmail.com. I really like getting emails. I will answer questions to start shows. Um, I will also field complaints if you think we suck. Uh, I do like interacting with with most, you know, just about everybody I come in contact with here because it's just people wanting to talk basketball. Uh, we will be back a little later in the week. Thanks so much for spending part of your week with us, and we will talk to you soon. Go Mavs.